0: Radio InfoWars Tomorrow's news Today
1: Second 2024, and we're about to break one of the biggest stories in the 29-plus-year history of this operation. You folks know we're not about hype. And I tell you, something's big. It's big. We deliver. We are
0: tomorrow's news today. Ha ha ha! Universe is big and old. Globalists
1: want to pose like they're God in the town, but they're not even connected to God.
2: 276
1: days, 12 hours, 58 minutes, 55 seconds the most important election in world history. And the corrupt, dying establishment is running around like a chicken with its head cut off that just took five gallons of PCP. Well, you talk about the Great Awakening. It's not just in the talk show hosts and all the most popular talk show hosts in the world now are anti-New World Order. Everybody's joining us. It's in government. It's in corporations. It's everywhere. All right. So we've been pinned down because of financial issues, as you know, the last few years. And I'm not, you know, the border like two or three times a year. And I want to have people at the border full time because the border patrol the the national guard the, the state guard they're all on our side the feds down there that are rank and file are on our side i'd say 95% of them it is it is a target rich environment to tell the truth so i finally in the bankruptcy and moving forwards we're doing better here got funding to send a couple security guys a couple reporters camera people down to the border but it's our security people particularly tim enlow that has <laughs> this guys he never talks about his military service, but the Army, the Marines, Blackwater, Austin police officers, SWAT team, three letter agencies, federal marshal, you know, air marshal. It's he's done it all. He, he wants to know everything. Trained st- state police and the local police, the SWAT team training. He, he's like the guy that they can send in for that. He's like a really amazing guy. He's a good friend of mine, head of security for Infowars. Inlo has all these contacts. And he went down there, and the Border Patrol, all of them just said, here's everything, the documents, everything. And they said, we're really concerned about a false flag right now. We think Biden's about to stage a terror attack down here. I mean, this is, this is us. This is our guys in meetings. And let me tell you, the meetings I have with NLO is like with high-level federal judges. I'm not going to say high, how high-level because it's as high as you can go other than like the Supreme Court. Um, you know, we're talking the people. And so they're like, when are you coming? When are you coming? And and so we, we need to be down there permanently. And, and and Drew Hernandez relieves our team with his team on Saturday. And then and then I'm going to go and Owen's going to go. Owen, because it's probation from January 6th, can't go until like the 23rd of February. But I'm going, we're all going, it's all going down. And so we're going to break some massive, massive news. I talk about a Rosetta Stone. I talk about a keyhole. You know they couldn't decipher the Egyptian hieroglyphics until a hundred and fifty years ago or whatever it was. You can look it up. I think maybe two hundred years ago, they found the Rosetta Stone that was the decoder. It was like the stone for a classroom for kids how to read a hieroglyph. And then once you had the Rosetta Stone, that's why they call that big computer program that teaches you any language the Rosetta program. Once you've got that, you got it all. This is ultra. Massive news. How is Biden planning a civil war? How is he planning to stick the NSA on the American people? How are they planning to roll all this out? We now know from the feds who have been briefed on all of it. We, I mean, we have it. Folks, we don't just have whistleblowers in the Border Patrol or the FBI or the state police or the guard. We have them at Fort Meade at the NSA. All right. Yeah. The NSA. I mean, I'll be lucky to be alive at the end of this day, but we're about to drop all the data. Tomorrow's news today, bitches. From farmers, to school teachers, to bus drivers, police officers, and auto mechanics, to FBI agents, and people at the NSA... America is tired of seeing this country being brought down and it's gonna be whistleblowers that bring down the new world order. We have NSA whistleblowers. We have border patrol whistleblowers. We have FBI whistleblowers. We've got it all today. That's why you kept us on air. That's why we stayed in attack formation. Now here's my earlier report. I just put out 15 minutes ago on Exit Real Jones. I'll give you all the latest details after this and Tim Enlow who's been down there on the ground at the border with Chase Geyser. He doesn't even want to be on air, but this is so technical, he's going to come on air. And Tim has worked for most of the federal agencies. He's done it all. He's a really smart guy, and that's why he has these contacts. Stay with us.
0: News today.
1: It's Friday, February 2nd, 2024. We have two huge breaking stories right now that are exclusive to InfoWars. We have a team on the border at Eagle Pass, not just our reporter Chase Geyser, but seasoned former military and law enforcement who've also worked for major three-letter agencies. I'll leave it at that. Who have incredible contacts within the U.S. government the Border Patrol, the State Guard, you name it. Yesterday evening, I got a call from Tim Enlow, the head of Infowars Security. And he's one of those people that has extensive background in the government. I'll leave it at that. And he has the sources down there uh, known to him, who he met with, and he was shown the Homeland Security FBI memo that came through yesterday Morning to the main Border Patrol facility there in Eagle Pass on the Texas-Mexico border, and they told them imminent threat of a white supremacist attack on the illegal alien migrants that were gathering there at Eagle Pass and on the Border Patrol facility. Now, we then learned later last night and this morning the big exclusive— to legitimize activating facial recognition software that the NSA has dialed in to the state, federal, and local, as well as many private cameras in South Texas, this terror alert was issued that our sources believe is fake as a pretext to turn on the NSA software that is illegal to use against U.S. citizens unless there's special orders given from the president to the NSA at Fort Meade. And here is the debate going on within the Border Patrol and within Fort Meade. This information is directly from the NSA. The NSA is already very, very upset that their software was used against American citizens on January 6th, and the Border Patrol and NSA are concerned about a false flag in Eagle Pass and the fact that this terror alert uh, was issued. A similar one was done over a year ago when over 10,000 Haitian migrants had stacked up and there was another secret report at the time that white supremacists were going to attack those individuals. And again, that was used as a pretext to turn on the facial recognition systems. There is a major fight going on. This is the biggest news inside the National Security Agency at Fort Meade in Maryland on the fact that Biden is taking what happened on January 6th and expanding federal offices of the Capitol Police around the country and now setting the precedent to turn on the facial recognition software all over the country and track citizens in lifetime. time. Now, let's be clear. The cameras are on scanning everybody's faces and storing them, but they're not accessing the faces of American citizens And they're not putting that into the database. But now, in D.C., they're doing on a routine basis, and they have given the order at the NSA for this to happen in not just Eagle Pass, but across the South Texas border in response to the, quote, imminent terror attack by white supremacists against the Border Patrol and against quote, the migrants, and it is the Border Patrol, and it is the federal law enforcement, and it is the individuals in Fort Meade who interface with the Border Patrol themselves that believe uh, that they are planting some type of false flag down there to, again, expand the January 6th narrative across the country ahead of the election, because Biden has openly said that anybody that opposes his agenda is, quote, a right-wing extremist, and then he's put out that national security memorandum in June of 2021, basically declaring the MAGA movement and basically all conservatives as terrorists. So, this is the apparatus of foreign intelligence being used against the American people, and very dangerous precedents being set to use it. But it's good news that there's a major fight going on at the NSA, and as of just about an hour ago, they are refusing to access uh, the, the 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 footage and turn it on against the American people. Obviously, again, as a chilling effect as well, uh, so that people don't want to go out and protest and demonstrate because, quote, you're going to be put in a database. I totally support the convoys going down there that arrived tonight. I think it's great to have citizen journalists drawing attention. Nobody's going down there to be mean to the illegal aliens or the, quote, migrants. We're there to draw attention to the fact that we have human smuggling, human trafficking of children. The Democrats are working with the cartels, the border patrol, uh, the state police, the State Guard are all on the same team. That's another key piece of information from our sources. And and I have direct timelines right here from my sources, our sources. And at 1130 today, just just coming up in less than an hour, at InfoWars.com forward slash show and on X at Real Alex Jones, Tim Inlow, who, again, doesn't normally go on air, but this is so important he is, uh, is going to come on and break down this information and a lot more. And, again, he has seen the documents. He's been allowed to actually verify Uh, This information, this is a big, big deal, and the Border Patrol and other federal agents are seriously concerned that the Biden administration is attempting to set up uh, the American people and Trump supporters right now. But we can't just never go cover something or never have a demonstration because of that. This is a great awakening that our own government and our own military and our own NSA is very upset about what's going on and is giving us this information. So this is extremely Historical. Local news is now reporting on what we broke yesterday. They're talking to the board Patrol and saying, indeed, there has been this memo of imminent white supremacist attack. So, this is tomorrow's news today. Again, if you're watching this on X right now, by the time you're watching it, we'll be live, and you can go to Infowars.com forward slash show or right on the front page of Real Alex Jones on X, and we're going to have Tim Inlow and uh, others on the broadcast giving you real time information. This is about not letting the huge apparatus of foreign intelligence be used against the American people. This is critical to the future of our republic. So please share this report and please join us live today at 11 a.m. Central at Infowars.com forward slash show. And again, right here on X at Real Alex Jones.
0: While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, Infowars tells you the truth about what's happening next. Infowars.com forward slash show.
1: Exclusive, Biden administration uses border crisis, illegal order, NSA to spy on Americans with facial recognition technology based on fake terror alerts issued by the FBI. You saw Jack Smith a few months ago, his secret subpoena came out, he got really upset. Ordering Twitter, X, to give them hundreds of millions of people that had liked or followed or supported President Trump's channel. That's all about a database in the NSA to link it to your face and create a chilling effect. You're being watched in live time. That's why they're expanding the Capitol Police all over the country. And you say, well, we better just shut up and go away. No, no, no. This is all being done, again, to take the whole apparatus of national security, supposedly for the Chinese and the Russians and Fang Fang and Swallowswell, and turn it against us. But we've got the NSA, the Border Patrol, everybody really upset about that. And they are worried that the criminal elements of the federal government, the same feds that staged the attack on Governor Whitmer and all that that didn't happen, that tried to stage it, they are seriously concerned. That doesn't mean you don't go protest. It doesn't mean you go—you you don't go cover things. But they're using all this to roll out officially during the election year with only nine and a half, ten 10 months to the election, that anybody that's upset about human trafficking or a totally open border or hundreds of thousands a week coming across, you're a terrorist. You're a bad guy. But the good news is the board patrol is totally on our side. And they wanted us to know they're working with the state police. They're working with the governor. They're working with the state guard and they're working. The federal agents who I've talked to are totally upset. They don't want to be involved in human trafficking. This is not what they support. Just like you don't support it. And so it's going to be whistleblowers that are king and queen in this whole situation. And people are not sitting there and taking it lying down. Think about the takeaway. And we we were showing the documents as well. A year ago, with uh, tens of thousands of Haitians piled up in Eagle Pass, they put out a fake terror alert. The feds believe it's fake, we talked to, that it was an imminent white supremacist attack so they could use facial recognition then on the border. And now Biden's doing it again to set the precedent for the whole United States, just like they used it on January 6th to prosecute all these innocent people, but say we can't release all the footage or all the names because there's so many hundreds of feds in the January 6th crowd. So they want to use the microcosm of their dud false flag. It was supposed to be way worse. Pelosi was supposed to get kidnapped, all this stuff, but they couldn't provoke anybody. So they went ahead and still indicted a bunch of people and put them in prison for decades and people that walked in the velvet ropes for six months to five years. And so they want to take this model of January 6th and expand it to everybody. And the feds, the rank and file, FBI, NSA, all of them are saying, Border Patrol are saying, we see what you're doing. And we've talked to a lot of our sources on the border. This is coming up. The police know how to spot a leftist. They're running their license plates. They're finding out he works for the NGOs. They've already caught at least a dozen people that are known members of NGOs. The police just run their plate when they look suspicious. And, oh, this guy is on LinkedIn. This guy worked for the UN. This guy works for Biden. This guy works going down there to just peacefully sit around and barbecue and talk about America and freedom and point cameras everywhere and get everybody else... To not be scared. I remember on the morning of January 6th, I'm going to be completely honest with you, because honesty is all that matters. I get up about 6.45, reading news. It's a big day. I don't normally drink in the morning. And I looked at my wife, and I said, baby, let's get a big breakfast and a couple shots of Jack Daniels. So I ate breakfast by 7.30, hung out with my wife a little bit, Went out there, took us an hour and a half to get through the crowd just to where Trump was at. And we had no idea what we were walking into. We had so many Trump events, so many things were totally peaceful. We didn't know the feds were going to stand down and set us up. We just thought, oh, we got a million people here. We're in charge. We had that normalcy bias. And then we got set up. Before Trump even finished his speech, they'd already broken in the Capitol. Before I started running down the road over a mile and a half to get there, they'd already gotten into the damn thing. But we're not that complacent anymore. But I remember about 7 30 in the morning and my security comes to the door and they go, and it's a bunch of former Delta Force guys, all these people, and they go, Jones, one of the guys is the guy that captured, you know, Saddam, found the spider hole. He goes, Listen, they got Antifa down there at the Capitol. This is a setup. I don't know, we should. We only had like 10, 15, 15 security people. I said, well, what do we do? And I said, well, go find out what's going on. So I'm sitting there and there was so much cell phones being used and so much going on while I'm listening to Trump's and all the other speeches that I could barely get a text like every 10 minutes. So my phone wasn't working because everybody was using all the data. But once I got out of there and all the texts came through, my crew's like, Hey, we're down here at the Capitol. Looks like a setup you you to get down here. Looks like they're going to do something. Get down here and stop it. So as soon as I get out on Pennsylvania Avenue and run that way, it was already too late. We're not behind the eight ball now. We're watching everything they do. So if I was ever on a march on D.C. again, I sure as hell won't be eating omelets and drinking Jack Daniels. I apologize for that. I only had like one shot or something. The point is, is that I'm just having fun with my wife, enjoying myself, and just thinking, oh, the government will handle it. You know, I'm going to go out and watch Trump's speech, and they claim I'm going to do some, you know, rally with him at, at the at, at another stage. They had, they had the permit by the Supreme Court building, right there on the corner of the of the of the, of the Capitol. But we walked right into that. But just because we walked right into that. Doesn't mean we've got to do it over and over and over again. And that doesn't mean we don't then go to the border and show the illegal aliens and show the open border and show the human trafficking and show the NGOs. They want to intimidate you. No, this is our victory. We go down there and the Border Patrol, and and, and all of them are on our side. So it's, it's it's a beautiful moment to be alive, ladies and gentlemen, but it's also a real opportunity and also a great danger because... They, here's the big takeaway. Biden has put out a terror alert that we've seen two days ago saying imminent terror attack on the Border Patrol and on the illegal aliens at those migrant centers. So they secretly shipped them all out the last few days or day and a half on buses somewhere else. But the Border Patrol and everybody else is like, this is crap. No one's even here yet. They all know. Maybe they got some meth-head white supremacist who actually believes it. Patriot Front, who knows. But it's not real, folks. I mean, we know that intuitively. And the Border Patrol isn't buying it. And the federal agents aren't buying it. And the NSA's not buying it. There's a major fight. And they refused. Biden ordered them a day and a half ago to use all the face-scanning technology that's hooked into all the cameras to turn it on for the American people, not just cameras out there for known terrorists that are already in the database, so they're already running everybody's picture, but no one's allowed to look at it. It's a computer doing it. It's it's, it's AI. And so, okay, Habib, whatever, or Hezbollah, Hamas guy pops up, convicted murderer, whatever that pops up. They want to turn it on to grab everybody that comes there and run it through a database, and then say if you're there protesting. You're in a database as a terrorist as an intimidation tactic down the road. But they didn't want it known they're doing this. This is a scandal beyond the Hunter Biden laptop. It's a scandal beyond internet censorship and big tech control. Do You hear me? This is a Rosetta Stone. This is a keyhole in their operation. This is Biden issuing fake terror alerts that, 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 that they did a year ago as well, we now learn. Telling the Border Patrol, right wingers are coming to kill you. And the, and, the, and the feds are just like, the rank and file are just like, oh my God. We've already seen this rodeo before with the Haitians, and this is a load of crap. And then the NSA that the Border Patrol's heavily interface with says, we're refusing right now to turn this on. We're not. Plus, imagine the work. Now they don't just want the camera scanning, all the faces coming across the border. Now all these cameras everywhere are grabbing everybody's face and putting them in a databases. It's it's the government waging war against the American people. All right, we're going to go to break, come back with Tim Enlobe, head of InfoWars Security and all of his breaking news. He's getting even more information, I'm told, since I talked to him about an hour and a half ago. I'm going to talk about this right now. Info wars, this isn't hype. This is real. We've done it. I'm not trying to brag, but it's like we're Lance Armstrong winning the Tour de France like six, seven times. It's because of your support. You're not betting on a horse when you support us that has failed. In fact, if you don't bet on us now, you're insane. Because the globalists see us as a major enemy to take down because thanks to your support and our crew and our guests and what we've done and, and God literally inspiring us, we've changed the world. So none of the credit goes to me, but we are doing very important work. So I need all of you listening to make a decision. It's up to you to say, I'm going to go to InfoWarsStore.com. I'm going to get a t-shirt. I'm going to get a book. I'm going to get a film. I'm going to sign up for auto ship on Great Supplements to get 10% off on top of all the other specials. I'm going to go there and I'm going to back Americans in this important time. And if just more people would do it, if more people would share the articles and the videos, what you're doing, I'm seeing a lot of you aren't we would change the world at an even greater clip. So Nitric Boost was our sleeper product. We put it out. It cleans out your blood, vasodilation, all these great known compounds that are natural, so good for you. You want to counter the strokes, the heart attacks, all the spike proteins. You need Nitric Boost. Well, we went to an even bigger manufacturer to get even higher quality ingredients. The The other one was great. This is reformulated, the exact same formula, but a different supplier, And we even got a better deal. So instead of offering 25% off on Nitric Boost, we never went past that because the product was so expensive. We got a better deal. 40% off on Nitric Boost. 40% off right now on Nitric Boost. Everybody should be on this, but particularly middle-aged people and older folks, it is incredible. Clean out your blood. Counter the globalist. Get Nitric Boost right now at InfowarStore.com. And this is selling out, but we've got another order in. Dr. Jones Naturals, InfowarStore.com. Next level foundational energy, methylfolate, the breakdown the cells make of what is in the spinach that Popeye eats. I'm strong to the finish because I eat my spinach. and am Popeye the Sailor, man. That's folic acid. But most people, particularly white people, don't absorb a lot of folic acid. This is the breakdown of it. You absorb it all with a key complex of vitamins that supercharge it. Get next level foundational energy at InfoWarsStore.com or 888 253 three one three nine and get a team humanity t-shirt get a 1776 gadsden shirt just support us we're asking for your help we're fighting together please take action now infowarstore.com' we'll be right back it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman old or young You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the info war. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost 40% off info war store.
0: Hey, let me start by You're listening to the Alex Jones show. Crashing through the lies and disinformation, it's Alex Jones, coming to you live from the front lines of the InfoWar. Global exclusive Biden
1: administration using secret fake terror alerts to target conservative Americans with NSA technology illegally warrants whistleblowers. And Tim Enloe, head of InfoWars security down there with a the crew, has all these sources. He's done a great job. He's seen the documents. Uh, this is going on. But this is how Biden wants to roll out January 6th against the American people. They're planning something big down there. The answer is more people, more cameras, spotlighting what's going on, issuing terror alerts to then turn NSA facial recognition on against the American people, taking what they did on January 6th at the Capitol and expanding it. And so Tim Enlow joins us to talk about this. This is a huge deal, and the whole January 6th thing has gone up in flames uh, they've now taken off the docket, the trial against Trump. That's quietly getting uh, back and shut down. The Jan 6 committee destroyed their videos interviewing me and all the transcripts because it showed it was a federal operation. This is their attempt to frame the American people as terrorists. That's why it's so important. We've got to go to the border. We've got to cover it. And then the fact that the Border Patrol and the feds and the NSA are literally telling us, hey, we're saying no to this we're worried about a false flag is such a huge deal. So, Tim, you've interfaced with these folks. You're breaking this information. This is so incredible. Thank you for joining us. Tell us what's happening.
3: Uh, Thanks, Alex. Uh, Good to be on. So uh, we've been here in Eagle Pass, Texas, since Tuesday, uh, covering the situation down here and what's going on on the border. Um, It's really incredible. And during that time, we've developed uh, some incredible sources uh, that worked for the Department of Homeland Security. And uh, one source in particular uh, has been spot on about all the information that they've given us. We'll, we'll call him Elias uh, is this source. Well, that's the uh, name we'll use for the source is Elias. And uh, so it kind of all started really rolling fast yesterday. So around 3.48 p.m. yesterday afternoon on February 1st, uh, I got a call from my source, Elias, basically saying, hey, uh, don't know what's going on, but suddenly they're evacuating the main Border Patrol processing, migrant processing center that's located on Firefly Lane uh, here in Eagle Pass. And he told me that they were moving all the migrants out of that facility, including uh, unaccompanied minors, as well as adult migrants, and that they were putting them on buses and uh, shipping them out to more secure Border Patrol stations around Eagle Path. So to confirm this information, we immediately proceeded uh, to the South Border Patrol Station here in Eagle Pass and around 4.41 p.m. yesterday afternoon.
1: All right, we had a little Skype problem there from the border. We're going to reconnect with Tim. Tim, hold on. Just tell him back up. He immediately proceeded to the Border Patrol Station, Eagle Pass, that's when you cut out. Let's see if we got Tim back. Tim, you immediately proceeded to the Eagle Pass Border Patrol Station. That's when you cut out. Go ahead. That's correct. Keep going. Yes, sir.
3: We proceeded to the uh, South Eagle uh, uh, Border Patrol uh, Station. We saw five large buses coming in, which basically confirmed our sources information. Uh, those buses were filled to the brim with migrants, and they took them into that South Station. Um, Then around 5.30 p.m. yesterday evening, I met in person with this source, with Elias, who showed me the FBI memo that had been sent to all the Border Patrol stations, basically saying that the FBI had identified two white supremacists who were planning an attack on the Border Patrol processing center on Firefly Lane, Sometime between today, Friday, February 2nd, and Monday, February 5th. And out of an abundance of caution, the Border Patrol decided to immediately move those migrants to more secure facilities. That was at 5.30 p.m. yesterday evening. Um, At 7.40 a.m. this morning, I get a call from an additional source who then informed me, That there are heated, and this was a quote, heated discussions going on at Fort Bede, Virginia, uh, obviously where the NSA is located, uh, about using facial recognition against the convoy of people that are coming here, American citizens that are coming here to the border to bring attention to our wide open southern border. And it was described to me as a similar dragnet that was used on January 6th in Washington, D.C. And that there was a lot of pushback from certain sections at Ford Meade who felt that this was illegal and that it was not proper to employ this against the American people.
1: I mean, this is just sensational information. And then we learned a year ago they did it with the Haitians as well. So obviously – I know you talked to your sources. They concurred. This is an attempt to roll out the entire international defense system against the American people, which Biden has said the main enemy is the American people. It's great to see this pushback from uh, federal intelligence and law enforcement.
3: Right. And and that's one thing I can tell you. Since we've been here on Tuesday, the agents on the ground here, whether it's Border Patrol, uh, the, the National Guard units that are here, all of them are 100% the ones we've talked to were 100% on the side of the American people, right? They they, they don't like what's going on. Uh, they want to make a difference. They want to stop this invasion. But they are some, somewhat hamstrung, obviously, by their leadership and by the orders that are coming out of Washington. Yeah, they're not Beach in charge of the stressful.
1: money or the policy, so they're stuck in a rock and a hard place.
3: That, that's exactly right. But the ones that are actually boots on ground here, have been nothing but cooperative with us, have been willing to share a lot of inside information with us because they want the word to get out on what's going on down here on this southern border, right, with the terrorists coming across, child rapists coming across, murderers coming across. And, and for for people watch the show, you can literally pull the government.
1: Hold on, Tim. Tim, stay there. Jim,
3: the
1: government- hold on a minute. You, you, yeah. Start over. You, you were getting into the rapists coming across the border and your Skype broke up again, but it's going to, it's going to reconnect. Okay. It's back. Go ahead.
3: Yeah. My apologies to fi out here. That's not now, your uh, fault. We get it. System. Hey, it's great
1: technology. We're lucky to have you. Go ahead. Keep going.
3: Right. So, so again, you know, uh, viewers can, can pull up the, these documents, right? That show just how many child rapists have been contacted by border patrol. How many murderers have been stopped by border patrol? I mean, but the problem is those are the ones that either surrendered or were caught by Border Patrol, right? So when we look at those number numbers, which are in the thousands, thousands, right, then you got to think about the gotaways, what the Border Patrol calls gotaways, which are the ones who didn't want to be caught and who definitely wanted to get into the country without contact by law enforcement. And those number in the hundreds and hundreds of thousands, And if we just look at the percentages of criminals that the Border Patrol is caught, then you have to assume the percentages apply to gotaways as well, if not more, because those that are determined not to be caught have a bigger reason for. All
1: right, Tim, stay there again. You're having some – there's a lot of people down there now. There's not a lot of cell phone reception here on the border. We probably maybe do this at the hotel next time. But but it, 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 look, you've been there with me with the, with the high-level federal judges and the federal agents who are really concerned about this and how they're told that we are ordered under law to release known criminals. All we can do is keep them for a few weeks under, under statutes of misdemeanors for being an illegal crosser. So I'm not trying to lionize the feds, but we're in meetings with high-level feds. We're not just saying that here on air. So this is crazy. The top is doing all this crime with my orcas, but whether it's high-level federal judges or FBI agents or, or federal marshals or Border Patrol, they are all super upset and don't know what to do. We don't know what to do. I mean, can you speak to those without getting into details, the meetings we've had, so people know the level of concern we're dealing with? Let's, continue. let's do this. Let's do this. Let's reconnect with Tim. Reconnect, because his, his feet is, is, is cutting out. And again, they only got so many cell towers down there. And now the caravan's getting there. The convoy's getting there. There's people everywhere. And and so I, I wanted them to be on the border for this. I almost said do it at the hotel, but I wanted them to be at the border and so people could see this. So that, That's my decision to do that. My earlier decision was just stay at the hotel. You got better internet. But people need to know we're at the damn Texas border, and uh, this is all going down. This is all happening, folks, and this is just totally insane. And I mean, I'm in meetings with—I mean, like, I don't want really to say who because he gives it away. It's already known. The the, the head judges, the, the head FBI people—they're like, "What do we do?" I, I don't—I mean, I'm like them. Like, what what do we do? I mean, this is mass criminal activity taking place. This is human trafficking, kidnapped children. This is this is so unbelievable that you're like, we're all asking each other, what do we do? Because we're not administrative control. We don't, we're trying to pay our bills and, you know, put gas in the car and, you know, keep the lights on. And, and and we're sitting here watching this mass criminal activity and illegal aliens beating up police in New York City. And a day later, released out of jail, telling the media, F you and laughing. I mean, George Soros runs this country. I don't say that to empower him. Let's admit where we are. Let's admit how much we're getting our ass kicked. Cause in my life, I didn't start the fights. I finished him and I won almost all of them. I lost a few, but when I finally realized I'm getting my ass handed to me, I'm going to open a can up a whoop ass. That's when I'd win. And, and that's where we are politically. If they can't reconnect via uh, Skype or zoom, do it over the phone. Okay. Boom. Call his phone. Get him on right now. So, That's where we are, ladies and gentlemen. We'll get Chase Geiser on as well. Uh, But uh, this is such such a massive, massive, massive development. We basically already got it out. But, but you just heard that. I mean, let me tell we're not up here like, oh, we met with federal judges. Oh, we met with the FBI. Oh, we met with the state police. We. Met- if
4: you go on the back, though, this is what really gets me. It actually has the organization that created this document directly from Ultralato and the American Bar Association. These guys are directly aiding and abetting.
0: Tensions are high as a wide-open border floods Texas cities with military-aged males, criminals, and potential terrorists that has citizens on edge.
4: Courtney Hacking keeps a shrine in her Nevada home to her husband Peter, her four-year-old daughter Ellie, and her two-year-old son Grayson. Their car was struck head-on, killing all three. He was here illegally,
0: he drove illegally, he was working illegally, and he killed three innocent people.
4: Uh, Francisco Oropesa, 38-year-old Mexican national who has allegedly killed five of his former Texas neighbors. He apparently was out shooting a weapon,
5: uh, being very loud and belligerent, apparently drinking. The neighbors went outside and asked him to stop shooting that weapon he then in turn took his ar-15 and allegedly slaughtered a family of five including a nine-year-old boy my newly 20 20 year old daughter kayla hamilton was murdered in her own room and left on the floor like trash kayla's murderer was apprehended by border patrol crossing illegally into the U.S. at the southwest border in Rio Grande City, Texas. He was a 16-year-old known gang member affiliated with MS-13 in El Salvador.
0: As the Biden administration demands, the United Nations NGO Soros engineered invasion continue at all costs.
4: 500 million in investment, he says, to uh, invest in startups, established companies, social impact initiatives, and businesses started by migrants and refugees. What about all the people in in this country that could really use that help themselves yeah. to get a leg up, yes. you know, charity yeah. begins at home. <clears throat> Have you done everything you can do with executive authority, there more you can do all I can do? He immediately halted
5: construction of the border wall, he reinstated the disastrous policy of catch and release, and he ended the incredibly successful Remain in Mexico agreement, and that took the lowest rate of illegal immigration. And it caused it to explode. We now have the highest rate in history. 9.6 million
0: illegal immigrants have come into this country. And Joe Biden wants it. It's deliberate. He could
4: fix it tomorrow. Okay.
0: No problem here. Responding to a tweet spotlighting the heavily armed states backing Texas in its standoff with the Biden administration rather than at the very least calm the fears of his constituents, Texas Democrat State Representative Gene Wu suggested the proper response to those backing Texas would be for the U.S. military to drop bombs on these Americans with drone-fired Hellfire missiles. The audacity of the statement of naked, psychopathic democide was met with, as expected, enraged tweets. However, Wu continued to double down on his stance that the American people that he represents are the enemy. Never, ever in my three plus decades ever heard anyone accuse parents of murder children of being partisan one way or the other.
4: State Representative Gene Wu has been accusing Crime Stoppers of being partisan for calling out judges who grant multiple felony bonds to repeat violent
1: offenders. In a tweet, Con invited Wu to a POMC meeting. Mr Wu
6: declined said, I don't go to Republican uh, organization events. And uh, when I woke up on Saturday and I saw that, that, that hurt me because um, this is not
0: a partisan group. For the life of me, I cannot figure out why a state representative would come to the ill advised conclusion that POMC meetings at Crime Stoppers are partisan. That's as, about as far fetched as you can get. The madness to destroy the United States from within is completely off the rails in 2024. As disturbing video from Atlanta's Hartsfield Jackson International Airport shows a group of migrants tucked away in a hidden room guarded by a U.S. service member.
4: Yeah, so these are just uh, recently documented travelers getting released from ice, getting to where they need to be.
0: Apparently, the U.S. military is aiding and abetting the collapse of the United States.
4: I love my right-wing friends who talk about the tree of liberty is water of the blood of patriots. If you need to work about taking on the federal government, you need
0: some F-15s. America is in free fall, and no one is manning the controls. The point of no return may already be long behind us. John Bound reporting.
1: All right, our crew had their internet cut. They're going to move to another location and join us coming up at the start of the next hour. The former Defense Intelligence Agency, Green Beret and lawyer, Ivan Raikland, is going to join us in studio to talk about all the things that are happening in the world and more. We're going to get a pop-in on the economy at the bottom of the next hour by Kirk Elliott. And we're also going to have Jay Dyer joining us coming up in the fourth hour today. But But again... Everybody in media, almost everybody, follows somebody else's story. We are breaking that they are saying that white supremacists are going to attack the Border Patrol and the illegal aliens down there that they call migrants with no evidence as a pretext to have the NSA turn on its systems against the American people. This is a big deal. And I don't even care about the credit, but we need the Glenn Greenwalds, the Tucker Carlson's, to force this out. Just like we told you in August, we were planning new rollouts of COVID, which they then did, but we stopped most of it because people listened to me. So we're right back here, folks, with real people, with real connections on the border, with Homeland Security, trying to stage something down there to have J6 2.0. You're like, well, we better not go down there. No, no, you go down there to expose it. Imagine we said, we're not going down there, we'll get set up. It's not one capital, one event where they can set us up. It's a huge border. They fear us there exposing the entire operation. So this is a big, 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 big deal. And we cannot do this without you. And that's why you go down there and you'll see them smuggling drugs right across in front of you. You'll see all sorts of just insane stuff all around you. It's like shooting fish in a barrel. It is ridiculous. But what did Thomas Jefferson, he got asked famously, walking out of the legislature during the war, a woman asked him, what is the limit that tyrants will go to? And he said, the limit good men and women allow. All right. We they they got moved to another location. We're going to break here in just a few minutes. But 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 Tim, this is very Tim Enlo, head of enforced Security down there on the border. This is very encouraging that we've got such great intel from the Border Patrol and the NSA and the feds. And I was asking about the feds we've met with, the judges without getting the names. I mean, there's a I'm not trying to lionize the feds, but Having top-level federal judges meet with us and people, I mean, th- th- this shows they're really upset. The whole government's not the problem. It's who's running at the top. That's my view. What's your view?
3: Well, I agree with that 100%. I think the worm is turning uh, even within the federal government, which, which is really encouraging for us to see. Uh, I mean, we've had, like you said, we had a, a well-known federal judge meet with us. U.S. Marshals meet with us. Uh, Department of Homeland Security. Uh, a lot of people are upset because I think for the first time, um, even the ones who wanted to be kind of concerned about their careers and kind of go along to get along, that kind of mentality, I think this 10 million influx, uh, of again, of which we previously discussed, a high percentage are going to be criminals, are going to be terrorists, are going to be just bad actors for this country. I think for the first time, it has even shook a significant percentage of the people inside the federal government. And so it's really now just the very, very top that is still holding on to the ideology, the Bidens, the Kamala Harris's, uh, you you know, those kind of people that are just completely, first of all, out of touch with the American people. Uh, They still want to hold on to that ideology. But I think just one or two levels down, I think this invasion has shook. Americans across the board to their core.
1: Perfectly said, Tim. We'll come back and talk a few more minutes. You guys will get back on your your main mission. But that's how evil always works. It looks like it's winning until like it gets so ridiculous. Good people finally wake up. And, I mean, it is just, you've been there many times with me. You've been there many times. I'm not there. It is, it is, it's not like you're looking for kids being smuggled. It's just everywhere. It is, when you go there, it's like Disney World for pedophiles.
3: That's exactly right. Yes. And, and that's one of the things some of the agents have described to us, uh, the difficulty that, that they have had uh, dealing with that. and And that's one of the interesting points that was brought up to us just two days ago. And that was this, that for the first time now, they are seeing recycled kids, Alex. They are seeing kids that are coming completely bombed out on drugs. They're putting them on buses. They're sending them to the processing stations. The processing stations are sending them to other areas in the U.S. And within two weeks, within two weeks, Alex, the same kids are coming back across the Mexican border into Texas, and and these same Border Patrol agents are processing these same kids. And they're saying this is the first time that they have seen these kids be recycled in the numbers that they are currently are.
1: This is so huge. So Obama first did it. He said, you got a kid, you get across. They're literally a ticket they're using. Let's come back in two minutes and talk more about that. This is so important
4: cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is Pregnenolone, which occurs naturally in our body, but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnant alone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now, 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off the supercharged special. Support your health and support the Infowar at InfoWarsStore.com.
1: In epic times so finish up the point you were making about how at the lower 90 percent of the feds are totally upset that they see what's happening they know they're part of a crime if they don't do something and then they see the media covering it up they see all this it's creating a crisis of conscience and then shifting gears in the next segment tim they're saying imminent white supremacist attack with no evidence against these border facilities obviously to trigger the nsa System against the American people—that's come out. I—I I, want to elaborate on that, but just get back to what you were saying before the break about the, the crisis of conscience with the Feds being given these illegal orders.
3: Right, and, and to give you an idea of just how serious it is, uh, the sources I spoke with told me that some of the National Guard members have actually asked to be taken off this assignment, uh, and, and I'm talking about specifically the ones who were dealing with the children uh, in the detention centers. They They literally asked to be taken off this assignment because it was traumatizing them, seeing these kids coming through their facilities, drugged up, watching them go through withdrawals, putting them on buses, only to see them come back two weeks later, back across the border again, drugged up again, going through withdrawals again. This is, this is something that they said. And by the way, we're going to pull those before. videos
1: up since you mentioned it, but there's hundreds of videos of just kids bombed out of their brains. You and I went down there. We're not being pussies. You've been in a bunch of wars. You've said to me, I've said, I don't want to go down there because it's so depressing a few days. Imagine being the Border Patrol.
3: Right. Now, Border Patrol and National Guard, uh, the source that I spoke with, that was a National Guard source about the kids, and they were literally telling me, that uh, some of their coworkers have asked to be taken off the assignment of working with those children because it was so traumatizing to them. Uh, I mean, that's, that's the level it's got. And you were saying they're seeing
1: them again and again. I mean, what's going on there Again and
3: again, every, they said, they said literally within two to three weeks, they're cycling back through them again. Yes, absolutely. Speak more to that. That's huge. Right. So the, the way they described it was right. The kids come across, And these were mostly unaccompanied minors that we're speaking of, right? Uh, Some some weren't even being used. These are just literally unaccompanied minors. And one of the things that they were thinking of, uh, uh, the theory was that some of these kids are being used as drug smugglers, right? And so they bring them across, they give them drugs, they come across, and then as soon as they're released, they meet up with the cartels and then transport drugs for the cartels to the interior Uh, wherever the border patrol is sending them and they drop those drug uh, drugs off. And then they go back to Mexico to recycle through again, because basically what's happening is they're getting free armed escort to transport drugs is, is what's really happening. I mean, because the government, So they're think they muling these kids. 100%. That's the exact word that they described that they're using them as mules. Yes.
1: (laughs) You can't make this up. And we know the democratic party is getting a big cut.
3: Somebody's making a lot of money of it for sure. And and obviously, you know, this whole immigration bit, uh, is big business, you know, um, and it's a little bit, you know, when we went down to Mission Border Hope here yesterday in, uh, in El Paso, I mean, uh, in Eagle Pass. Right. Uh, they immediately sent security guards out to confront us and said, you have to leave this property. They didn't want to show the migrants being processed in there. So we went to a check cashing place and a money exchange place that was next door, separate property. And the security guard still followed us and told us, no, you can't stand there either because we own that check cashing facility as well. Wow. So uh, a Christian charity claims to own a money exchange and check cashing place as well as processing migrants. They're so farming, they're farming these people. 100%. This is a huge billions of dollar a year operation. And it's probably at this point, my guess would be it's actually surpassing narcotics as far as the amount of money that's involved around the globe with human trafficking. All right,
1: we're going to break. I want to come back and talk about big picture and all the different angles that I haven't raised that you want to raise here, Tim. Uh, we're blessed to have you and the crew down there. Chase Geyser has filed reports as well. We're going to get him on. Uh, to respond. We're also looking at the economy coming up. Uh, But this is God's work, folks. This is so important. I'm so blessed to be here. So honored to work with a crew like this. Thank you, listener, for having us on air. All this work is because
0: of you. From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones.
1: Of millions of people aren't being brought in here to be given freedom and join our republic. They're being exploited. And I want to just tell listeners and viewers, when history comes by, you can get run over it and dust yourself off and ignore it, or you can decide to be part of it. We are down there with NSA intel about Biden trying to launch a total national grid, which is illegal, of NSA spying on you with face scanning technology outside of January 6th with this there's a major fight at the NSA that is directly from high level sources and we have the huge human trafficking we have it all coming out and children being taken I saw this in the news years ago now it's confirmed over and over again as a free ticket as mules and the border patrol ordered not to investigate Biden 6 months ago ended the DNA testing like $100 takes a day this kid doesn't look like your your, your you know they could tell if your mother father cousin They don't even do DNA testing. They're covering their tracks. And the border patrol that signed up to defend this country is saying, this is insane. We're trying to impeach Mayorkas. Congress is doing some things. But Congress finally, after three years, goes, oh, the border is wide open. Mayorkas, oh, no, it's controlled. He would try that lie for three years. Now we've moved past that instead of debating that lie to now this is being done with the NGOs, and all the money they use for taxpayers to bring them here. Then once they get them here, they sign them up for welfare. They put them in these slave jobs, sex slavery, uh, children working at tire factories, cereal factories, You know, 15 hours a day. I mean, this is slavery 2.0. So InfoWars, head of security, Tim Enlow Tim, you've been in the Army, the Marines, Blackwater, federal agent. You, you, you work for the State Department. You've seen it all. You've been around the world. Have you ever seen anything like this?
3: Nothing. I mean, even even in countries uh, where we were at war at, we did a better job uh, patrolling and, and, and securing the borders of those countries than we are doing here in the United States on our southern border. Um, it, it's just incredible. Right. And, you know, speaking uh, with the uh, the PIO, the press information officer from the Texas National Guard and Shelby Park uh, just a couple days ago, you know, he admitted he said, listen, uh, we're glad that Governor Abbott is utilizing us down here. We want to make a difference. We, we want to help secure our country. He's like, but at the end of the day, because I asked him, I said, you know, I'm glad that you guys secured Shelby Park so well. I said, but I've been just three miles outside of Eagle Pass and there's no barriers at all. There's no wall, there's no Art there's no troops, there's nothing. And he said, well, listen, uh, despite the size of the Texas National Guard, he said, we do have limited resources. And so we're forced because the federal government's not. Yeah. Helping, so that said, uh, at
1: least uh, Abbott, what you give us your real assessment? Then is this just a show, or uh, you've got 25 states behind us, or is Abbott doing the best he can?
3: I, I think I think it's a combination. Obviously, I do think that Governor Abbott wants to make uh, a political statement uh, with this. But the National Guard major was very clear with me. He said, "Listen, you can look at the numbers of my, my deployed troops." And unfortunately, there's only so many of us, and we have a budget, and there's only so much Texas by itself can do financially to support this whole operation. He's saying, so what we have to do is we have to figure out where are the most likely crossing points, and then we deploy our resources there. And the way he explained it to me, the reason Shelby Park became such a focal point, because for many, many years, that park was a low-water crossing. It's an extremely low-water crossing most of the year. Now, one of the interesting things that happened, Alex, is that the day that we were there, just one day previous, on Monday, they somebody, and nobody has gotten to the point of who gave this authorization, someone opened the dams to sit there and flood the Rio Grande and make the current as swift as possible. And now people have
1: drowned, over. they've saved children, that shows the technocracy, who's in control of it.
3: Three bodies, three bodies, and just in the time we were here, Alex. So that morning when we were there, an unconscious, a toddler had gotten fallen out into the river, uh, separated from her parents. The National Guard, by the time they got to her, she was hypothermic and unconscious. Luckily, they were able to save her and get her to a hospital. But two more bodies that day and the next day uh, that, that they weren't able to save that were already drowned. But somebody opened that dam. And uh, right before this convoy is supposed to arrive to make it look like there's not many migrants crossing here. And the reason I know the major was telling the truth, I talked to a a farmer here who is an onion farmer that owns 750 acres of an onion farm. And she told me, Tim, we have begged them for years and years to open that dam so we could get more water. And they never would. And suddenly, just a few days before the convoy arrived, they opened the dam and flooded. And Alex had caught the National Guard by such surprise that those large conics containers that they had on the side of the Rio Grande with the bob wire on top, they had to scramble to move those containers back because they were about to fall into the Rio Grande from the floodwaters from that dam being opened. So it
1: shows, oh, Biden doesn't want attention on this.
3: 100%. He is still trying to play the game that there's not that many migrants coming across and it's obviously a lie because that's why I hope I
1: love the convoy. They're great. I hope they don't just sit out at some ranch and barbecue. If they just spread out and get video, the illegals are coming through different points. We've seen that. We need eyes and ears. And again, it's not like January 6th where it's one capital they're setting us up. This is
3: our territory. We're in control here. Right. And like you said, you know, the funding for all this, right? Who is funding? This is a multi-multi-billion-dollar operation to smuggle this many millions of people into this country. You know, just in the five minutes that, that we moved locations that came to this new location, we, we found this, this debit card, right, from Banco del Pacifico with a Hispanic female's name on it, right? And they're everywhere. They're littered along the border everywhere. Somebody is providing them these debit cards. Somebody is providing them the clothing. Somebody is providing them the hygiene items, the phones, everything. This is billions and billions of dollars, right? And uh, it's it's not going to stop until there's a political will to turn that financial spigot off.
1: All right, let's get Chase Geyser in here, uh, Infowars reporter. I appreciate you. I know you got. I don't want to even keep you on air because you got all these other sources. We're waiting for an imminent attack. The Feds say. Let's talk about this briefly. You you were shown by the Border Patrol the memo. Uh, I mean, so this is not speculation that that, that the feds are saying imminent white supremacist attack against the border patrol and quote migrants. So they evacuated the migrants. God knows where. That is a big piece of intel as the pretext to bring in the NSA spying. The NSA is bucking.
3: Right. Yeah. I mean, literally showed showed me the actual FBI memo. Uh, he, He didn't feel comfortable giving me a copy of it, but he did let me view it and read it. And that's exactly what it said. Two white supremacists sometime between February 2nd and February 5th. We're going to attack the main Border Patrol processing, migrant processing facility on Firefly Lane.
1: Tim, in closing, what's your assessment of the situation down there?
3: Well, I I do think that there is people in D.C. that are hoping or either hoping for or actively instigating uh, a spark Uh, to happen down here. And that's why uh, I I know you said you don't want people to sit there and just hang out and barbecue. And we do need as many cameras on this situation as possible. But what I'm hearing from the people in the convoy is that the location where they're going to hold their rally is going to be a number of miles away, uh, more out in the country, away from Shelby park because they don't want so many people crammed into a tight area like we had in Washington, D.C., where a single spark could set off a confrontation between the authorities and the crowd and give the Biden But the good news exactly is, is the Border
1: Patrol and others are worried about a false flag. They know what to look for.
3: And and uh, my source, Elias, that's exactly the word he used, false flag, uh, That because he said this isn't the first time they've gotten this from the FBI, that when the Haitians were here two years ago, that the same type of FBI memo was released then when a lot of Americans and a lot of press started making its way to the border to document what the Haitians were up to there under the bridge.
1: So they're trying to act like we're terrorists for exposing it. All right, uh, Tim, thank you. We're going to go to break here and air a very important special report on how they're cutting the food off. We'll come back with Chase Geiser. You guys are doing a great job. God bless you, and thank you. Yes, sir. All right, let me show you this, and I can show the London Guardian, AP Reuters, you name it. They've cut off a third of the worldwide fertilizer. That'll cause hundreds of millions of death. I just mumbled that number. That's a real number. Like we just say it like it's no big deal. Globalists will use carbon controls to stop you from growing your own food. They're announcing that farms and private gardens are evil and plants are bad. This is on Infowars.com, official UNWF. This is actually happening. All right? So, the Epic Times, Epic Times, Epoch Times has put out a report with Alex Newman on no farmers, no food, you will eat the bugs. This is how evil these people are. Fentanyl's fine, pedophilia's fine, but cabbage and tomatoes and zucchini uh, and uh, everything is evil. Here it is.
6: At some point down the line, the narrative changed to be around climate. What was the narrative prior to that? What was the justification they were giving in order to push, you know, this kind of more control from the top down? Yeah, immediately preceding climate and environment, actually the Cold War was the pretext for having this incredibly large, incredibly powerful federal government. In fact, you see a very clear break when the Club of Rome met in 1991 as the uh, Soviet state and, and the Eastern European communist states were collapsing. Uh, The Club of Rome, very, very powerful elitist. Obviously, Mikhail Gorbachev was there. Uh, You had many prominent Americans, people like Al Gore. Uh, They got together, and they came up with this incredible document where they actually said we need a new justification for this all-powerful state. So the new excuse is going to be because the environment is going to be harmed and because climate is going to hurt us. Wait, what? I could not believe what I just heard. Did world leaders really lay out this globalist plan, in plain English, in a physical book way back... In- ...represented by the World Economic Forum. And then, on the government side, you had communists. Right? After Agenda 2030 was adopted, the Communist Party in China put out, through all their propaganda organs, they said, we played a critical role in this Agenda 2030. You had Javier Solana, the head of NATO, saying this was going to be the next great leap forward. Right, The last great leap forward in China killed millions of people. Why would we want another one of those? That's crazy. So you have communists and super capitalists all coming together and working on this one sustainable development agenda. And uh, that should make us all pause and and say, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense on the surface. What's
4: going on here? China is a powerful example of what can be achieved when national governments make environmental uh, protection a top priority. The motivations of those who are pushing this agenda, many of them tend to emulate countries like China, which have abysmal environmental records. This is a country that has massive pollution problems. They don't seem to care about rivers and lakes and streams. There's all sorts of toxins pouring into them. In actuality, I would say their envy of China is more to do with their control over their population and control over politics than it has to do with the environment. In looking at this, it looks like the environment's a tool to achieve power more than it is an end goal of itself to actually protect nature.
1: We're doing incredibly important work, ladies and gentlemen. We believe in humanity. We're not out to screw people over. We believe in prosperity and free market and the Christian ethos. Chase Geiser's been there for three, four days at the border. He's seen incredible things while he's right in the middle of such a giant story That if listeners get excited about this at Real Alex Jones and Infowars.com and share it, there is a battle in the NSA of O'Biden rolling it out against the American people, January 6th, 10.0. This is so insane. Chase Geiser, we got about six minutes till break. I want to get your take down on the border, what you make of all this huge news.
5: It's absolutely crazy, Alex, and overwhelming. You know, it's really interesting. You just mentioned the sort of schism happening between authorities at Fort Meade. It reminds me a little bit of the Epstein case. One of the things that's so so interesting about the Epstein case to me, Alex, is how there's all this cover-up that's happening on the one hand, but yet there's all this prosecution that's happening on the other hand. So one wonders, why is it that they're even prosecuting Epstein if they're going to try to cover up all the details afterward? And it just comes to me, it strikes me as indicative of a schism. There's black hats and white hats within these intelligence communities, whether it's the NSA, whether it's the CIA or the FBI, and I think they're constantly at war with one, other, one another on whether or not they're going to take this Machiavellian approach to leadership, or they're going to try to do the right thing always by the American people. And so to hear that there's this schism happening right now, this controversy, this conflict at Fort Meade between people within our own intelligence community, communities, whether or not these facial recognition te- technologies or dragnet tactics on the American people, on the innocent protesters that are coming here is fascinating and terrifying to me at the same time, Alex.
1: Well, let's be clear. It's about targeting the American people as terrorists. And it's about legitimizing that whole rollout. The fact the NSA is fighting it, the Border Patrol is fighting it, is a beautiful thing. What are you guys going to be covering next?
5: Well, today we are doing everything that we can to get notifications or or news or insight as to what's developing specifically with this FBI warning at the facility on Firefly Lane here. We're also going to be exploring whether or not there's any migrant crossings that we're going to be able to capture or follow as well. Shelby Park has been restricted by Major Mike Perry, which is the first time we've seen the park restricted both to the public and the the media. And they're using that, what I I think think is a a false,
1: they're using that false, I believe false, FBI report of white supremacist imminent attack. And by the way, why yeah. is that in the news? Because they want to do it behind the scenes.
5: Yeah, I think so. You know, it is interesting, though. They they mentioned specifically militiamen, and we have noticed several militias that are coming into the community here from all over the United States, To specifically. And again, we're not against the militia. Locally. It's
1: constitutional. But is it like Whitmer?
5: Right. Are these
1: really feds posing as militia?
5: Well, I find it hard to believe, Alex, that there's a single militia in the United States that hasn't been infiltrated, at least in some way. By a federal agent from one of the three letter agencies. Just as a matter of national security, I would find it incredibly hard to believe they wouldn't be involved in each of these organizations. And in the event that this FBI warning is true, which it could very well be a false flag, like you mentioned, but in the event that it's true, I imagine that the intel that they have would be because they had somebody on the inside of the
0: militia.
1: Absolutely. The few minutes we have left, what else is on your radar down there at the border?
5: Well, today we're going to be cowering every location, and following up with some leads that we've we've gotten about where certain crossings are happening. It seems that the actual crossings, Alec, are happening further and further away from Eagle Pass specifically since all this attention has come on this specific community here. So we're going to be going further and further out in the surrounding area up against the river to try to see if we can capture any of these migrants who are crossing. And we'll be following up with leads that we have from several of the locals as well.
1: Well, I don't think Biden is very happy right now. Because their whole operation is being blown wide open.
5: Their whole operation is being blown wide open. It's amazing the level of incompetence that we see from the Biden administration, not only in terms of their actual leadership and their actual policies that they advocate, but in terms of their inability to sort of cover up their own screw-up. They're constantly screwing up, constantly lying about it. And it would be funny if it wasn't so terrible, Alex. All
1: right. I've got a lot of questions, but what else is on your radar?
5: Well... Today, we're going to really focus on keeping an eye on this story as it develops in, on, on Firefly Lane. Our prayer here is that nothing actually happens in this facility, that there is no attack, because in the event that there is an attack, whether it's a legitimate attack or a false flag attack, Alex, it's only going to make the MAGA movement look bad, the America First movement look, look bad, the populist movement look bad. You have heard time and time again, just as the audience here on Infowars has heard time and time again, the Biden regime referred to American patriots as domestic terrorists right-wing extremists, white supremacists, and this only serves that narrative when there are these attacks. And so any sort of militia that would desire to do something like this or just sort of Rogue actor that would desire to do something like this. I just want to express to the audience and to the world, frankly, for that matter, that that is not a representation or a reflection of this MAGA movement, of MAGA republicanism, or of the America First populist movement, Alex. This is not something that represents us. So, whether the FBI does it or whether it's the rogue actor that does these attacks, it is not a representation of our movement and what we stand for. We stand for peaceful civil disobedience only when necessary, no violence, only self defense, and just getting our country back. Through legal means, through righteous means, and through those means that are protected by the Bill of Rights in our Constitutionality.
1: Well, that's right. And I put a uh, X post out, formerly Twitter, about some silly, funny thing it gets five million views. But this has got only a few million views today on X. At Real Alex Jones. This is a big deal. This is the Feds saying white supremacists with no evidence are about to attack, uh, evacuating people, doing all this to cover up Biden's open border. This story needs to be number one. How would you, in a 60-second summation, describe the story you're covering?
5: I would say that what we have captured is a false flag operation before it happened. We say on this network a lot of times, while other networks lie to you about what's happening now, InfoWars tells you the truth about what happened, what's happening next. And this is an example of something that's about to happen, that has yet to happen. Hopefully we can get the word out enough to prevent it from happening, similar to what happened in September with the mask mandate, warning that we were able to send out about TSA and things of that nature, reinstating some of these policies from the pandemic the first time around. We were able to prevent that by getting the word out and raising enough awareness and alarm. Let's do the same thing for this false flag operation. Go to at realalexjones on X, at infowars on X, at Geyser on X. Share the story. Retweet these posts with as many people as possible. We did do an updated post on your profile about 45 minutes ago or so. If everybody can reshare that, that'll make all the difference in the world, I think.
1: Absolutely. We're down there in real time with good patriots in our government exposing the fact that the Border Patrol believes they're trying to stage a false flag. And it's got to be shaking up the establishment that hopefully we can stop them from doing it. That's our main mission. Chase Geyser, Godspeed. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you, Alex. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the Info War. Does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, forty percent off Info War Store.
0: You're listening to the Alex Jones Show. From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. So the criminals that have hijacked
1: the federal government are saying white supremacists are imminently about to attack illegal aliens at the border and the Border Patrol. The Border Patrol is meeting with us saying it's all a giant lie. They believe it's a false flag. The NSA is refusing to turn on face scanning cameras. That's illegal. This is like huge stories within huge stories. And we'll have more on this as it unfolds. Our guys are dialed in, have the trust of the state and the feds. It's incredible. Now, I wanted to get him on last week, but he was busy and couldn't come on. But we have uh, Kurt Elliott, uh, who is a multiple Ph.D. in public policy administration focused on monetary economics and the second Ph.D. in theology. And he's coming to town tonight. We're doing a special live show tomorrow, noon central on the economy, on the debt, on the world. And he's also a sponsor of the broadcast. If you want to get bullion gold at the lowest prices delivered to you, no BS, this is the place to go. K-E-P-M. That's kepm.com forward slash gold or 720-605-3900. But listeners love him, so... I was going to have him on like once a month and do some basic sponsorship stuff, but I, the listeners love him, and he, he's a great analyst. I think he's dead on. So K M P M K E P M K E P M dot com forward slash gold or seven two zero six zero five three nine zero zero. So important to get prepared as best you can. Giving us a prelude, you sent me a giant analysis of talking points and key points and PowerPoints we'll be covering tomorrow, noon central at infowars.com forward slash show and real Alex Jones on X. But this article you sent me a week ago from dystopia to utopia and gold and silver, the claims that inflation's beat, what's really going on. Give us a prelude to what's coming up tomorrow at noon central.
2: So there is so much Alex, since we talked last <laughs> when I was on the show. So the biggest news for silver and everybody who's watching this show, who's invested in, in gold, silver over the last couple of years is going to be really happy about this. So we all know that there's been manipulation in the markets. You know, when you've got corporations like BlackRock that own the silver ETF, SLV. Explain and that. The keep- naked shorting to keep it artificially low. Yeah. I mean, this is why. So but you look at this naked short. So how does that work? So BlackRock will give Chase, J.P. Morgan Chase, who's basically the custodian of physical metals behind the silver ETF, they'll say, "Hey, Chase, you got you got to buy 10 million ounces of silver, whatever." So what does Chase do? They issue naked shorts, it drives the price down. They gobble up a bunch of physical silver, that creates demand, the price goes up. They don't like it that it gets so high, they issue more naked shorts, they buy more physical silver. So here's the thing, they're they're using naked shorts, not because they hate silver, but because they love it, right? And they want to buy it at low price. Chinese, so the universe, all the governments, they're hoarding it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, central banks around the world, Alex, are buying gold by not the pound or ounce or by by the ton, but literally by the hundreds or thousands of tons. That's a lot of gold. So here's one so thing that we all So they tell the public to don't remember. touch it while they're gobbling it up. Yeah, and you you expose these kind of things all the time. It's like, don't listen to what they say, watch what they do because actions speak louder than words, right? And they are buying gold like there's nobody's business, right? So so you look at the even with manipulation, silver in the year 2000 was like $4.58 an ounce. Three and a half years ago, it was 11.91. 15, 16 months ago, it was 17.97. Today it's over 23. So even all we're, time we're high, at, all time high. Okay, well, not on silver, but on gold, we're near an all time high. But here's the thing even with manipulation, silver's gone from $4.58 an ounce to over 23 in the last 20 years. Last three and a half years, it's doubled, 1191 to over 23. Good grief. That's with manipulation. That's almost a 100% return over the last three and so a half So, what years. happens
1: when the manipulation ends? Or how long can 24. they manipulate?
2: it's through the roof alex it's it's through the roof because without manipulation the price has no check on it right there so so it's based on supply and demand well with all of the energy policies that we're seeing you know green energy solar power evs you know with fuel cell technology that all requires silver electronics require silver so there's tons of manufacturing So they demand. can no
1: longer suppress it as good as they could
2: yes and so here's what's interesting this is this is why this story about the shorts from dystopia to utopia that where you have that article um, biggest news for silver, I think, since I've been in the business since the early 2000s, like 20 something years. So what happens when when you have a short position open and the price of silver goes up, you lose money hand over fist. You make money if you have a short position and the price goes down. So what happened two weeks ago is that the major banks, you know, the the JP Morgans of the world, the Bank of America, these big major banks, eliminated, they dismantled, they unraveled their short positions by what amount? 50% of all net short positions in the world were eliminated in one seven-day period. So for folks that don't do this professionally, what does that signify? That signifies... If you've got these short positions and you think the price is going up, you're going to unravel them fast. I've never seen 50% of any net short position in any market. So they're go moving away way back. Quickly. They're moving way back from shorting. They've been shorting for a long time. I mean, really a long time. So we're talking decades, right? So, so when you've got 50% of all open short positions are dismantled and eliminated in one week, that signifies to me that behind the scenes, they're expecting prices to go through the roof. Because I was about to say I'm not a rocket scientist, but if they're getting off shorting silver, that's pretty obvious. Yeah, because short positions are leveraged. So it's not just dollar for dollar, it's it's highly leveraged. It's so they would lose money hand over fist. So when they get rid of it that quick, that tells me that they think prices are going up. So just last week, then silver went from 2213 to 13 to over $23.30 an ounce in about a week. So this is after these short positions were were eliminated. Silver goes up, what, about 5% in a week? I mean, you multiply that out by a year, that's, well, 52 weeks in a year. I mean, we're on pace for like a couple hundred percent growth in silver at that rate, right? But this tells me that whatever they were expecting to cause silver to go up is starting to happen, and this is really exciting. So to let's me talk about people, that.
1: What does that mean? What do they think is going to happen?
2: Well, why why does silver go up? Because of inflationary pressures, right? Silver is a thing. Gold is a thing. Cars are a thing. Things go up with inflation. So they're expecting the inflationary pressures to persist. This is why. And this, so they're lying that, about
1: inflation, and none of us need to even oh. read a
2: newspaper. Everybody knows yeah. inflation's out of control. It's not been fixed. So, so tomorrow, we're. I want to watch a video of Jerome Powell saying, "This, this economy is good. We've got inflation in check. Wages." But then Yellen are, are came out up. two
1: days ago. Well, let's get that club. I meant to play it yesterday, and she said, "Oh, Americans need to get used to high prices and used to inflation." So wait, one side's telling us it's all fixed. The other side's
2: get used to it. Yeah. So here's what's interesting, Alex. A, a few weeks ago, when I was on your show, I said that the they're even though they're promising that interest rates are going to come down over over in 2024, I said there's no way that they're going to have prolonged interest rate reductions because they haven't killed the inflationary monster yet. They have not. And sure enough, what happened even though they promised to lower rates Jerome Powell, Janet Yellen, Biden himself, you know what what did they do? They paused rates again for the fourth time in a row rather than lowering them because why? Because they think that inflation is going to persist, right? So why is it going to persist? Because of the BRICS nation taking away demand for the U.S. dollar globally. What Biden just did, which I want to do a deeper dive on this tomorrow. um, Biden just put economic sanctions on American companies for for the first time I've ever seen. And now he's going to sanction Israel. Did you see that? Yeah. What is that? Yes, I I did. So what did he sanction? producers of liquefied natural gas in in america that he's basically pausing all applications for exports to the rest of and the that's world
1: that's huge i made a big people who don't know energy is everything it's like you know fertilizer for plants why would he kill mainly texas industry and say no more liquefied gas export i mean that is huge barely made the well, news he,
2: well he claims it's for climate change right but <laughs> but i think the timing is weird because it's going on during the Texas mayhem that's happening between the feds and and the state of Texas. Right. So so he's to me, it looks and smells punitive to me. It's like, you know what, we're going to pause this. What's going to happen with that? We are really good in America at oil and gas. It's one of our specialty areas. And if he's saying you guys can't do this anymore, you know what? Economic sanctions, Alex, are usually held as policies against a rogue terrorist that's nation, right war like it's Iran war it's or war russia or something like that he did it on our own people on our own country. so that's what i said so, yesterday
1: so this is a sanction against america
2: yeah and and i i can't remember a time when this has been done to this extreme right because what's that going to do it's going to hamper jobs it's going to hamper job growth and and now you're going to have so much unemployment that their, their government tax revenues are going to come Remember down. what he did. He A
1: year ago, he would he, he lived in sanctions on Venezuela to get their oil. Why doesn't he want us to produce it?
2: I, I think this is all political. It, this is economic ramifications of political consequences. And they're not even thinking second, third, fourth order. They're just doing it. They're just doing it. They're not looking at the consequences of their action. The unintended consequences of what's going to happen is Job losses. People now going to the government for unemployment insurance. You look at the tax. Well, yeah, I mean, our number one export
1: is only we have left is energy. Yeah. And and they're cutting that off. I mean, that is so it's so criminal. I mean, it's so hard to believe they did it.
2: It's counterintuitive and it makes no sense, other than they hate, they hate petroleum-based products. They want this green world. And so now is their time, and with Texas going on, everything going on in Texas, they now figured this is their chance to strike, and they're going to basically say this is because of climate change and all that kind of garbage. And now Texas it's is going not. to sit
1: on top of all this gas for the
2: world that they load on those ships. Oh, it's incredible. It's so— ...these interest rates to slow down that inflation. That's what's coming. That's what's going to impact Americans living at the margin more than anything. And if you wanted and- to help
1: people, you'd have a cheap
2: energy policy. But that so yes. So, wow. yes. so this is the world that we're living in. I am so. By the so way, you come on though, and talk about dive. it.
1: We'll do a deep dive tomorrow noon tomorrow, uh, Saturday, tomorrow, just let's 24 hours away. But you never plug your company. We're getting great reviews. You already have five stars online. You've got gold and silver bullion ready to ship right now. You don't even get in the games, the news, numismatic, all that. People, you're a great sponsor. People should get gold and silver from
2: you you're ready to ship it, how do they do it? Yeah, just go to KEPM.com forward slash gold. And there's a little form that they can fill out and say, hey, I want to talk to Kirk or his team and and get this all squared away, right? We want to listen to you, hear your dreams, hear your fears, hear what concerns you and map out a strategy for success moving forward using tangible assets to protect, preserve, grow and thrive. Or you can call 720-605-3900 and just say Alex sent you, right? Because here's where we need to strategically and proactively take advantage of these stupid government trends and policies to to make them in in our advantage, right? We can take advantage of these things rather than them taking advantage of us. So call us at that number 720-605-3900 or go to kepm.com forward slash gold. And we're talking about checking accounts, savings accounts, brokerage accounts, IRAs. We can actually allocate into physical metals with all of those, and we can do it pretty quickly for you. Well, the time is grow a garden, get gold, get silver, learn how to
1: shoot a gun, because this this, this son of a bitch is going down. And I look at the craziness, the left- In Europe, the farmers are tearing up the roads, burning stuff down because they've outlawed them. They're, They're saying you're shut down. They're cutting the food off. They believe we'll be so dumb. Klaus Schwab said when everybody gets angry, they'll accept the new communist model. No, no,
2: we're not. We know they're doing it, but they're still going ahead with it. I mean, these globalist policies, Alex, are insane. And it has nothing to do with fixing the system. It has everything to do with people control. When you can stop what people are earning, what they spend their money on based on your ideology, what you eat, where you travel, what kind of health you have, which is why the supplements that you have are so important, because they're pushing vaccines down our, our throat. I mean, this is this is all about people control, which your listeners know that you talk about this all the time. But all of those policies have severe economic ramifications. Which is the Well, let me ask you I, this.
1: I'm going to give you the floor here because you're going to fly out tonight from Denver. You'll be here tomorrow. We're going to do a two-hour at least live show, and then I got Gavin Gannis here for an interview we're doing and a bunch of stuff. And then I'll air that Saturday interview sometime next week on the, on, on the main show. But just spend a few minutes on, when you talk to your wife, you talk to your children, we can see we're down to the end game here. I mean, and the globalists have been exposed. They're still crazy. What do you expect in the next 10 months out of this election?
2: Well... I expect chaos, mayhem, economic fallout from all of these policies. But see, during times of economic fallout, when, when people can't feed their kids, when they can't afford to pay their rent or their mortgage, when food prices are going through the roof, gas prices are going through the roof, here's the nature, human nature. People tend to give up their freedoms in time of crisis in exchange for perceived security or peace, right? So, so I expect... Because look, the, the people in charge right now can't win on their own merits. They've destroyed the economy. They've destroyed society in America. But if you destroy it bad enough, you might get votes, right? Because people will want you to try to fix it. They're going to try to trick us into thinking that they have a solution. The solution is going to come through central bank digital currency and things like that. This is awful intrusion on our bank accounts. It's intrusion on our way of life the ability to cut you off from buying or selling if they don't like what you're buying or selling or how you spend your money. See, this is all going to manifest itself. And my expectation, you know, I'm not God. I don't control the markets. My expectation is this does play itself out before the the election this year, because you have to have some kind of a crisis to get Um, momentum to get people to try to vote for you because you come up with a proposed solution. Okay. So, so with that, what do we do? I mean, you, if you have a bank account that's, that's, I've got this. So I just read this article. We're going to talk about this tomorrow. Regional banks are starting to crash again think we're going to have regional bank failures 2.0 banks are undercapitalized i mean listen to this list of bank stocks that just got shellacked yesterday alone so regional banks like uh here let me let me read this western alliance bank corp zions bank comerica webster financial citizens financial regions south state prosperity bank shares schwab of all things pack west huntington bank shares all their stocks are just being trashed, just going to the pit. That's the first sign of bank failures coming. Look what happened to the markets when Silicon Valley, Signature Bank, Silvergate, uh, Credit Suisse, and and Western. I mean, good grief. I mean, I think what we're going to see are bank failures. What's going to impact people's fear of the markets more than anything? they their banks running out of money, which is supposed to be the safest asset that they have. So I think you're going to see a lot of upheaval in no, I people agree. and people starting I, to operate. How out is that of fear. going to go for the New World Order, though? When they want, they admit it. They
1: want to create the crisis, pose the savior. If they are exposed as the bad guys, how does that go for
2: them? Well, they're they're pretending that they're not the bad guys, Alex. So so what are they going to do when banks fail? It's like we've got a new solution to bring in to actually replace all these failing banks based on fiat-based money creation. We've got digital money creation, 365 days a year, 24-7 instant money transfer. We can find the money launders. We can find the drug traffickers, the human traffickers, all of this stuff. And people are going to buy into that baloney. I mean, that's, I would love for all of that stuff to go away. All of us would. But the flip side of that coin is they can also monitor you, what church you give to, what church you donate to, what political party, Right. How you spend your money? Do you spend money on gas or on on meat or whatever? Right, everything that they don't want, they are going to know. It's going to be Big Brother in your bank account. So when you have a crisis like this, you know what did Rahm Emanuel say once? Never let a good crisis go to waste. Right. So they're going to use this to their advantage to bring in something that they're going to propose a solution for, and they're the ones that are creating this. These are the banksters, right? That. They're creating the new system. They're just pretending that they're not. right? And and don't take my word for it. Listen to the words and the policies of the World Economic Forum, the Bank for International Settlements, the International Monetary Fund, the Fed, the European Central Bank, all of them in concert saying central bank digital currency is coming. And you know what they're afraid of? They're afraid of Trump. You know Christine Lagarde at the European Union because <laughs> he doesn't want to said, loot. He doesn't want to loot the American people. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, they don't. They don't want Trump in because he's going to expose the globalist plan, and they think that it's going to be lights out, right? So, so what they want is elimination of paper currency. They want the elimination they want that, of their own system.
1: Kirk Elliott, literally, I knew who you were years ago, and I was looking for a good gold sponsor. You never plug yourself, and then I'm like, hey. Reach out. Yeah, I want to be a sponsor. Great. And the listeners love you. You're so smart. You're so dead on. But people do need to get basic gold and silver. They need to at least stick their toe in the ocean and do it. They need to go to your website, K-E-M-P or K-E-P-M. K-E-P-M dot com forward slash gold. K-E-P-M dot com forward slash gold. That's K-E-P-M dot com forward slash gold or call seven two zero six zero five. Three nine zero zero, and they need to talk to you, folks, and start getting gold and silver bullion now. But but regardless, we're in for an insane time. Everybody knows it. We tried to stop the New World Order; it's here now. Uh, Just a a minute or so before we go to break, and I got my next guest coming on: uh, former, you know, Green Beret, uh, Defense Intelligence Agency operative, lawyer, Ivan raikland has got so much intel for us next hour. But just in closing. You're a parent, you're a father, you're a patriot. People need to get ready is what I think you're
2: saying. They do do need to get ready um, because some of the stuff we're going to be talking about tomorrow, state pensions are facing insolvency, people's retirements facing insolvency. Not all gold and silver created equal, right? You're hearing ads everywhere. Don't go into rare stuff. Don't go into those coins. that You're never going to recover from those premiums. I've been doing well, this for Well, that's why decades, I, when right? I was looking
1: for somebody that has good ratings and just sells bullion, that's the sure bet. And you get them a little charge to pay for it, run your operation. That, I love you, man. I'm telling you, people, if you want gold and silver, go to KEPM.com forward slash gold. They keep us on air, and they're straight
2: up, and they've got it. They're ready to ship it. Well, thanks for that. I mean, we, we love doing what we do. We love helping people. Right. The philosophy of our firm is people over profit. I wish that were the case for every firm in the industry. Right. But most companies are profit over people. They make as much as you can. Oh, I've had them as when sponsors
1: you, and I drop them because I go, no, I want you to only sell them bullion. And day one, they sell them some numismatic.
2: And I'm yeah, just like, when you done. Focus on, yeah, when you focus on people, Alex, profit will come. If you ever start focusing on profit, people will leave. Well, it's like Tony Montana right, so,
1: at the end of Scarface don't want to blow the kids up in the car. He goes, hey, man, I don't need that in my life. I need to straight shoot. I need the good mojo. Kirk Elliott, see you in studio tomorrow. Love you, brother. See you. Love you too. Bye. We'll be right back. Stay with us. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar, it does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar store.